take the right door on your way down. There's no telling where you'll end up. Can you make it through? To the night's end. Okay, start it up. Subject appears to have low intelligence. Interesting. Subject appears immune to pain. Ah, friend. Welcome back. This guy. Yeah, just doing some experimenting. You should see the damage this guy caused upstairs. Imagine having a hundred of these on the loose. <laughs> ah, the devastation. The beauty. Anyway, I think it's time for my break anyway. So how about a little story? I know you like this one. Alright, Eagle. That's enough for today. Start packing up. Pain, pain. Yes, I know his name's cliche, but that's just the way I like it. Year Zero Written by Joseph P. Hutchinson Hiding in his private office of his church, Papa Maliora looks down at the assembling crowd of parishioners gathered in the square below. His silver and black papal robes blow from the breeze along with the short crop of black hair that contrasts the corpse face paint of his face of the open window. Far below, on the cobblestone square, families of all shades, sizes and shapes gather amongst the screaming prisoners tied to stakes with baskets on their heads. Maliora. Close that window and come sit, chide Sister Impaler. He came for our council, so here we are. Papa Meliora turns from the window and shuts the wrought iron-framed red-tinted glass in one flowed motion. He lays his eyes upon the withered frame of his most senior advisor and mother. Her silvery hair in a proper bun befitting a woman of her station in the church. Her skirt and blazer define her no-nonsense look, while next to her, the vaporous form of Papa Annihilus sits looking happy and solemn in his chair. Yes, my boy, the ghost papa chimes in with. It is year zero, and you must usher in a new age for humanity. Yes. Where's my sax? I have this melody. His voice trails off, along with his attention, and he begins to search the immediate area for his lost instrument. Sister Impaler watches Ghost Papa with utter disdain and a shake of her head as her attention returns to her distressed son. Now, my boy. Sister Impaler states with a drop or two of concern. You called us here. 
Why? Worried about what? Leading your people. Papa Meliora moves to speak when he hears the chanting from the crowd. The sounds flow into the room and fill him with a sudden joy. The overwhelming pride and happiness brims until his anxiety begins to ripple across his face. Sister Impaler watches the emotions run across his skin and reaches behind her for a pair of glasses and a bottle of 16th century bourbon. She sets the glasses down on the table in between the pair and corks the bottle and fills the vessels. Ghost Papa continues to search for his instrument, leaving his chair and roaming the room. His missing presence goes unnoticed as the crowd's chanting begins to grow louder and clearer. Assembled outside on the steps of the church entrance, the deacons and bishops of the church stand in their proper rankings and join in on the choir, chanting allegiance and fidelity to the Dark Lord. The prisoners scream muted obscenities as their crucifix scars fester and seep pus. The children of the congregation look upon their prisoners with pity for their plight, but forgiveness for the actions that led to their imprisonment. The clergy look around in confusion as to why Papa Maliora's spot remains vacant. They all look at each other as the unholy choir of skeletal singers lead the congregation in their song. The second verse begins and the confusion turns into apprehension and annoyance. Deacon Jasper and Sister Exalted, both in their mid-fifties with short cropped salt and pepper hair, stand with their daughter Circe, a beautiful woman of her late twenties who looks upon the soon-to-be-painfully-tortured and executed prisoners with sadness and pity. She whimpers slightly during the sing-along and receives a pair of hard swats to the back of her head from her parents. She does not break melody, knowing more cries will be greeted by further slaps. The parents exchange equal looks of disgust and shame at their daughter's actions. Sister Exalted looks forward and holds Circe's head straight as Deacon Jasper looks up to the office window of Papa Maliora. The pair finish their drinks as the first verse of the chant reaches its peak. Meliora can barely make eye contact with Sister Impaler as the glasses are returned to the oak table. Is this anxiety, Meliora? Sister Impaler inquires. You have led the church in growth and posterity for the last six months since Dum Dum here died. Sister Impaler shoots a thumb towards Ghost Papa on his endless search for his saxophone. She shakes her head again in annoyance and disgust at the phantom. Listen to them, my son. Listen, demands Sister Impaler. The choir and crowd's musical chanting fills Papa Meliora's ears and instantly fills his mind with hope and joy. The rising words physically lift his form from his chair, moving his arms apart in almost a crucified-like position. His ears detect the rising guitar solo that leads into the second chorus of the chant. He's instantly dropped back to the ground with a clunk of his shoes. Holy shit. Papa Maliora explains with an almost cartoonish expression. I have to lead my people. What am I doing up here? The deacons, they're always plotting. Ha, I knew it. Sister Impaler exclaims while slapping at Ghost Papa and her hand passes through the phantom. Those damn traitors plagued my boy's brain. It was Deacon Jasper that said, That bastard. Papa Maliora grumbles. He doesn't think I am. Sister Impaler, what was in that drink? 666-year-old aged bourbon. Just to give on the proper kick, Sister Impaler responds with a smile. 
but you must hurry to take your place before your people. This is year zero, Meliora. You will once again bless us and... Papa Meliora rushes past Sister Impaler with the speed of a thousand hurricanes and knocks her back into her seat. The footfalls of his movement through the interior of the church grow distant as his speed remains constant. Dazed, Sister Impaler adjusts herself accordingly in her seat, grabs a decanter and pours herself another glass. I hope this does the trick. I don't have the patience for a constant pep talk, Sister Impaler mumbles. She finishes filling her glass and sits back to drink. Ghost Papa's fruitless search draws her attention and ire, complete with one last shake of her head and a scowl. Deacon Jasper looks at his fellows amassed on the steps with concern. His eyes increase the distress as they bounce back and forth between his fellows and the empty spot that Papa Maliora should be manning. The crowd and choir have entered the start of the final reprise of the chant as Sister Exalted nudges Deacon Jasper to take the empty spot in front of the doors. The gesture prods Deacon Jasper forward and he mounts the step to the shock and gasps of a few members of the congregation that dare to end the silent part of the ritualistic chant. Deacon Jasper turns to face as the screaming guitars, bass and drums combine to form the melodic guide of the chant. The choir and crowd look upon Deacon Jasper with a combination of confusion and apprehension as his voice joins in with theirs. Sister Exalted looks up at her husband with utter pride while Circe looks at her father with shame and sadness. Each line recited according to their practices brings more excitement to Deacon Jasper as his mind prepares to sing out the final chorus to summon their Dark Lord. The choir and the chorus call out in unison as the front doors of the church are blown open by an unholy wind. The large cedar constructs slam into Deacon Jasper and knock him to the steps. His robed and annoyed form rolls down the steps toward the giggles of his daughter and gasps of indignation of his wife. Archangelo, responds Maliora, as his feet find home in the spot previously occupied by Deacon Jasper. He stands as if a superhero in front of his congregation, his arms out and the unholy wind blowing his robes like a cape. His face is that of utter pride and honour of his station and purpose in life. Papa Maliora walks down the steps as the chance chorus finishes its performance. Deacon Jasper slithers back to his position by his family to the muted snickers of his fellows and their families. The crowd erupts in cheers and applause as the band and choir finish the ritual. Papa Meliora moves toward the crowd with his hands outstretched. Cece joins the throngs of people as they rush the chain holding back the masses. Papa Meliora and Cece lock eyes and instantly a connection is established. Cece looks away blushing as Papa Meliora continues his greetings and breaks away from the crowd to return to the podium. With his hands outstretched, Papa Maliora beckons for the congregation to grow silent. Reluctantly, the crowd obeys and are greeted by a smile from Papa Maliora. My children, he calls out. My brothers and sisters, and those who want to call themselves whatever makes them feel comfortable. We are gathered here tonight for a most sacred of occasions. I... I am honoured and swelling with pride to be leading such a beautiful planet into an age of illumination and renaissance. The crowd cheers at these humble and true words. You will burn in the fires of hell for your worship of the goat and rejection of the one and true God, calls out a female prisoner. 
Papa Meliora looks at the smirking prisoner with an expression of pure annoyance. Uh-huh, that's nice, says Papa Meliora as he waves over members of his faceless monster's security force. Two faceless monsters approach the female prisoner and beat her into submission for a few moments. Satisfied with their work, the faceless monsters leave the bludgeoned prisoner to dangle in pain. Papa Meliora nods in approval as the pair return to their ranks. Those are some good boys there. Papa Maliora mumbles in approval. I mean, they might be boys. Those uniforms are pretty unisex, and well, I'm not one to judge, so we can say boys in the generic sense. I don't know the politics nowadays. It's all confusing. But, exclaims Papa Maliora loudly with a clap of his hands. But, we are gathered here to welcome the coming of Year Zero, when our great Lord Lucifer, the Morning Star, will once again walk amongst us and produce his son to remake heaven and earth in his image. The congregation erupts in applause and cheers. Even Deacon Jasper and Sister Exalted clap with faked enthusiasm at Papa's words. Circe shames her parents with her genuine approval, applauding loud enough to draw the attention of her parents' ire and the smile of Papa Maliora at the same time. Circe basks in the warmth of Papa's smile and approval as the anger of her parents rolls off her back. Now, my children, these who stand before us bound and caged. Papa Maliora continues as he walks around and talks with his hands. Are just another string of terrorists that have sought to damage the joyous community that we have built in the image of the great goat Lucifer. Please? Calls out the congregation in unison with Deacon Jasper and Sister Exalted responding slightly late. We shall be welcomed into the bosom of our Lord and Saviour. The female prisoner spits out with a glob of blood. The congregation hisses and boos at the condemned prisoner. They throw chunks of rock and rotten vegetables at the breathing corpse. The barely distinguishable female human laughs at the threats of violence from the crowd. Both sides angry rants drowning out each other. Papa Meliora holds up his hands to silence the crowd. Successful. Papa Meliora approaches the soon-to-be-dead woman as she hisses and spits at the silenced crowd. The footsteps of Papa's hard-soled shoes echo off the cobblestone courtyard, each step ringing louder and louder with more pressure being applied. Papa stands in front of the transfixed prisoner, cocking his head to the right with a curious stare. The female prisoner's face softens momentarily, before her lips curl up and spit on Papa's robes. The bloody drool runs down the expensive fabrics, rolling off without leaving a stain or any discoloration. Slightly amused by the display, Papa Meliora leans in close to the female. Well, let's give you a bit of assistance in your bosom joining, shall we? Papa whispers. He stands back up and turns to face his congregation. Rats! Papa Meliora cries out. The congregation erupts in an orgy of cheers, screams and applause. The entire twelve faceless monsters crew step forward with wicker baskets of squirming rodents. The squeaks of rodents inside joining with the calamity of noise from the crowd. The faceless monsters form up around the condemned prisoners and begin to pour in the contents of their baskets into the cages around their heads. 
Within seconds, the mischief of rodents envelops the empty spaces of the cages and even muffle out the screams of their victims as they begin to eat into their heads. Papa Meliora moves closer to Circe, nudging her slightly to gain her attention and silencing her potential squeals when she does notice. I have to say that I am glad Papa Meliora was able to bring these criminals to justice, Deacon Jasper remarks to Sister Exalted. Yes, well I do what I can, brother. Papa Maliora replies casually. Deacon Jasper and Sister Exalted both jump in shock to the joy of Circe. Papa Maliora smiles at Circe as he leans in close to her parents, the congregation distracted by the noisy and bloody execution. I always defend our church against those that would destroy us, from outside and within. Papa Maliora whispers with a wicked smile on his face. Silently, he offers his left arm to Circe. She takes the invitation and the pair together walk to lead the congregation in the ritual of belief to the shocked and fearful Deacon Jasper and Sister Exalted. The pair mount the stairs and stand before the congregation, the attention mainly focused on Papa Maliora and Circe, with a few gore fiends keeping their attention on the dead bodies being devoured by their rodent executioners. Papa Meliora looks to the waiting band of faceless monsters. With a salute of his right hand, the band begins to play a soft and building tune. The melody fills Papa Meliora with joy, his face twisting into a massive joker smile. Circe stands back a few steps and watches Papa Meliora control the vibe of his congregation. The church leader raises his arms high into the night sky as his voice resonates with the lyrics to the song. The congregation looks up at the priests in utter awe, hypnotized by the somber tone of Papa Maliora's voice and the soothing music. Circe watches in awe as Papa Maliora turns around to face the doors to his church. He waves his hands and the doors obey his commands. The large wooden objects divide like Moses and the Red Sea, displaying the interior of the church that rivals the design of any other structure on the planet. Starting on his right foot, Papa Maliora leads his congregation inside. With Circe by his side, Papa Maliora is followed inside by the faceless monsters. The deacons and sisters meld with the bishops and cardinals, with the congregation following behind. The entire procession is full into song. The chant echoing off of the stained glass window covered sandstone walls and statues of the church interior. As precise as a Broadway musical, each person in the entire church files into their individual position, from behind the pulpit to their spot in a proper pew. Deacon Jasper and Sister Exalted take their seats up front with the others of their station, glaring at the position their daughter has received. The chant ends and Papa Meliora signals for the congregation to be seated, to which they obey. My children, Papa Meliora declares, my beautiful and most lovely children, Papa Meliora wipes away a tear from the corner of his eye to the swoons and awes of the congregation. The rush of emotion brings a loving smile to Circe's face as Papa Meliora regains his composure. I'm sorry. It's just... I'm just honoured to be leading the church at this time. Papa Meliora declares with the purest of warmth. Our Lord is but mere minutes from walking amongst us. His chosen and most blessed flock. For this ritual of sacrificial summoning, we have 18 of the most honoured amongst our people. 
volunteers of the most pious of families. Please join me in honouring their sacrifice. Papa Meliora leads his congregation in a round of applause as the naked and bound sacrifices are led out by the faceless monster escorts in long brown robes and their traditional golden masks. The clapping drones out to silence as Papa Meliora and Circe both retrieve a ceremonial knife from the altar. The collective gasping of the ground almost instills a vacuum in the vast space as the congregation holds its collective breath. With these knives, Papa Meliora states as he raises his knife to the roof. We release the blood of these willing sacrifices to lubricate the transition between hell and earth. Papa Meliora turns his head to the roof of the cathedral and almost overextends his arm, thrusting the knife even higher. Dark Lord, hear our prayers and accept these willing sacrifices in your name. Year Zero is upon us and bless us with your presence to usher in the coming of your son. Help us change the world in your image once and for all. Circe and Papa Meliora draw their blades across the flesh of the throats of the sacrifices in unison with the faceless monsters behind them. The victims gasp and choke as they fall to their knees. Crimson blood flows onto the vast sacrificial altar, pulling into the center and begins to form into a gelatinous lump. The bloody jello-like mass begins to form into a human shape as Papa Meliora and Circe exchange the same expression of pride and accomplishment. The Dark Lord completes his transformation and stands naked and blood-covered before the shocked and excited congregation. You've been listening to the Night's End Podcast, which is a production of Dissonance Media. Year Zero was written by Joseph P. Hutchinson. For more from Joseph, head on over to Twitter and follow him at Media Cooked. Link is in the description. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a rating and a review as it helps us reach more people. For more episodes, head on over to our Patreon where we have extra episodes only available for patrons. And as always, stay horrific, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>